but just the tips. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. Just oh, that could be the name of the segment. <laughs> just the tips. <laughs> just the t- see the board state i feel the hope inside me rise and everything improves as my allies rise and if there's anything i can do for you let me know when your cards come cold but you're playing blue and I will be sending you all of my commander love. And I will be sending you all of my commander love. Boom. Wow, we just harmonized there really yeah, no. well. If, it, if this is awesome, we're going to keep this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so after listening back to it, we killed it. Yeah. Well, that's Lowry about as good as we're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a, a song request that we got from at Jojo Barrientos. Yeah, appreciate that. It's yeah, this... uh, from Above and Beyond featuring Zoe Johnston, uh, and the song name is Sahara Love. Yeah, and uh, give credit to <laughs> Lowry to do the entire thing here, because okay. I've been dealing with uh, two puking kids all week, so I wasn't able to really help I, on I this. I probably spent in between three and four hours yeah. listening to <laughs> this, this was, song. This was your project. And, and, and this was a really really good song i really yeah. enjoy it never heard of it i dig before. the song a lot um, actually and so we'll actually add that link uh at the bottom of our like Podbean yeah. uh, cast so you should be able to find it on youtube it's pretty cool and that was a one cut thing we practiced it with that <laughs> and larry's like well should we have the music on i was like well maybe let's put it in the background a little bit we'll see how it sounds so that's why we kind of cut it and we came back yeah. to listen to see if it actually sounded good and we were like nailed it <laughs> we are keeping this in oh, there oh boy not so, doing it again. But that was fun. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Anyways, welcome to Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. And, I'm Lowry. And I'm Adam Smith. Um, what episode is this? Is this 15? No, no 16. I think it's 16. Holy crap. We should probably take notes. Yeah, I should have wrote that down. What episode <laughs> we actually are on. Um, you can follow us on Twitter or shoot us um, a tweet to, for songs if you want us to do a duet like that again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's going to be the resolution. Like if you if you tweet at us, we're both going to end up seeing it, and so we'll probably just do it together. Do it together, which is um, awesome. That was actually kind of cool. I mean, I yeah, thank I you did for all the doing work. All the I'm work. Glad yeah. that you thought it was cool. <laughs> I was texting him earlier in the week. I was like, oh my my one year old just puked. I can't. De- I'm just dealing with puke today, and then my three year old today puked. So it's been freaking awesome. Well, I texted you like last Saturday night at like midnight. I was that's like, the- I'm listening to this song. I'm drunk. Sorry, it's late. <laughs> All I got right now is oh, so you were drinking. Love. Oh yeah, nice <laughs> drinky. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, it, that's the hard part, I guess, with it is that we to do it together, we'd have to be in person to do it. So it almost is better like work that on one, it, yeah, yeah, work on it together. Um, oh, one other thing I did want to mention with Twitter, if for whatever reason we aren't going to do an episode that week, because we almost didn't do this week because my like I said, my three year old is puking coming out both ends and we're just you know i was tmi i didn't want to get lowry sick and then bring it home to his family but he came in went directly down to where we record and didn't touch a damn thing and i'm, I'm hardly breathing <laughs> but, so i'm sorry uh, i highly suggest people follow us on twitter if you're listening to us regularly um just in case if we get to like monday or tuesday and we haven't put out a podcast there might have been some emergency where we didn't do it then or we might yeah. i might we'll put on there hey podcast is coming up 
later this week or whatever. So we'll give updates if you ever. Uh, yeah, that I mean, that's a good way avenue of getting it out there. Yeah. So just highly suggest that you guys follow us on Twitter, not to try to get you guys to follow us on Twitter. But I was thinking about it. I was like, there's no way we can let people know that our list. Actually, that's regular. a really good idea. So, yeah, that's probably going to that'll gain us the most Twitter followers <laughs> yeah, exactly. ever. Yeah. All of a sudden this week, we have like a ton of Twitter followers. <laughs> highly but doubtful. Seriously, we, I might. Four um, more. I love it. If we're going to be putting the podcast out sooner, uh, we'll update on that. So we'll do a little more interactive with uh, Twitter and, saying um, that stuff. And you can also find us on uh, or you can email us at uh, commandersmiths at gmail.com. And there you could actually send the song request if you want a specific person to yep. do something. Just or do if it. you have a question or if you want us to. I don't know, do a commander spotlight on a certain commander. Um, yeah, I'd be down with that too. Do. Like any suggestions out there, um, we're running out of ideas. We're No, we, we aren't. What? <laughs> we, we have, I have no idea. Serious? We have our episodes like backed up of what we wanted to talk about. We're like, all right, we got to split this up and split this and this. You're this highly week. opinionated. I don't know what your deal is. <laughs> I think this is pretty easy stuff. <laughs> play good cards, smash face, win. <laughs> I like it. It's very good. Uh, and then the last place is YouTube. You can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. But like I said, the updates and stuff will post on twitter that's actually a really good point we plan on opening battle bond and that's coming out next weekend yeah we actually might do a two-headed giant yeah. on friday we're gonna try there's one we're working at um one of our buddies his buddy owns a shop and we're gonna try to get a bunch of us together to yeah. do a i think that'd be draft. really cool yeah that'd be awesome so, team we, commander we plan on doing Smith. that and then we plan on doing a dueling box of battle bond off of that yep. um that'll probably be coming out in a hot minute yep but like in two two weeks, that's not a hot min- minute. But well, would it come out next week? I think it comes out next Friday. Yeah, so we should be able June to do our 8th? our dueling boxes. Yeah, pretty quick after that. Um, and I'll dominate you in that. But too. this, yeah, right. <laughs> when said no one ever because you haven't yet. I'm going to. <laughs> uh, but this episode, we are talking about CCC Blue Core Cards for Commander Blue is our segment one. You didn't really give it a cool voice. What's your deal? Core cards for commander. You, you, you pass the minute blue. like CCC blue. I like the C. That's easier when we text back and forth. What are we doing <laughs> it this week? CCC blue. <laughs> CCCP old Russia. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then our second segment. What are we doing there? We're doing. Uh, we'll be. Uh, we we wanted to discuss a little bit like how do we choose our speculation cards? Yeah. Like what what angles do we look at? And we'll we'll just give you guys some you know tips. some pro tips. Yeah, some from it, not pro people. Yeah. <laughs> But it was surprising when we actually sat down and put that together. I didn't realize that my list was so long of how what I look at yeah. for finding. Specs I thought it was pretty simple, and yeah, again, I came up with way more <laughs> angles than I anticipated. Because yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. There's so this might of... take longer than yeah. we anticipate <laughs> as well. And then we'll finish finish this episode off. Gross. <laughs> with uh, our our specs of the week. Specs, Smith specs of the week. <laughs> God, I keep the voice every time. <laughs> you, I think you effed that up, too. Yeah, I did. Specs, Miss Specs. Tasmanian deviled that one. Oh, that'd be, oh yeah. It right. wouldn't work as well. Like <laughs> well, let's start off um, with the CCC Blue. Um, how I do mean, we want to do this? It's good the way texting it. I think we should still say, Core Cards for Commander. Blue. You can do that, Lowry. Well, <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> judge yourself. Because right. I judge you. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So how do we want to start this? We start from Let's the top start. with this. Um, start from the top of our list. Uh, we can so, stop from the bottom. Now we're here. 
doesn't matter to me. Let's was, serve him the top. That was a Drake lyric. Sorry. Oh, that's even though my son's name is Drake, it's not because of the rapper singer. I'm not a big fan of Drake the singer. I'm, I'm now a Pusher T uh, fan. A Pusher T? Yeah, Pusher T. He's a rapper. Oh man, who just I'm, I'm he, out of He the came loop. out with two diss tracks this last week on Drake. Oh sweet! I'm totally not going to go listen to that. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I I haven't actually listened to it either. Just everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, Drake's been burned." You're like, I. Drake's made so many millions. Like, I'm pretty sure he gave away a million in one of his videos. Cool story, not, Hansel. Not dying. <laughs> not dying, not lying. All right. So do we want to start it off with our with uh, Jin? Yeah. Jinja uh, Taxi is core auger. It's really uh, heavy mana cost. Yeah, it is a lot. It's, it's eight colorless, two blue, uh, and it uh, has flash. At the uh, end of your turn, you get to draw seven cards and at the end of all of your opponent's turns, discard. they discard their hand. Yeah, it's a pretty um, sick card. And so that, I mean, I don't even know if it matters what the power and toughness is. Uh, I'm actually trying to find yeah, it on you're trying uh, to find EDH it. Rec right now. I don't know. It's, well, this I was is, just trying to go. This is how much work on. we put into yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> we aren't even focused on where, what the cards I'm, are. I'm just waiting for you to say my kids were puking this week. I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> Man, I freaking. There I, it is. Okay, there we go. I hate puke. I, it's that's a five my, four. That's my phobia with everything. It's been that way since I was a kid. So having to deal with it as a parent, it's like, well, I'm fucked. I'm gonna get sick. Man. So I like Dude, might as well fucking lost, roll in it. I lost four pounds this week because uh, I purposely was eating like toast things that I didn't want to throw up, so I wasn't having like peanut butter or anything. I'm like, well, I'm gonna get. Sick. Were you getting excited? You're having toast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I wanted to lose weight, so I got four pounds off. I'll probably lose another four because of the three year old. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So, back to the the core cards here. It, and I, the reason why I think this is a core card, this is more of like a game ender type card. Yeah. Like once you play this, you get this down. It it gets crazy insane. Yeah. Like drawing seven cards, the benefit right there. You just you know. Yeah, drawing has, seven cards is bonkers, and then just having everybody else discard their hand. There's no way they're coming back from that if somebody doesn't kill it. Yeah, exactly. And it has the flash, so you can do it pretty much at your end step. You know, get it so it doesn't. Well, they can still kill it if they have yeah. an instant. Well, but, you could do it at the end of their like second main phase and have oh them yeah, discard have them their discard. Hand. Yeah, completely screw people over. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> we got a horse in here. Yeah, <laughs> welcome horse. Uh, the next card is. Is Leyline of Anticipation. Uh, this is an enchantment that, uh, if it's in the beginning, if it's in your hand at the beginning of the game, you can play for free, um, and it allows you to play your cards for flash, basically. Yeah, and it's an enchantment, two colorless, two blue. Yeah. Uh, it's just really powerful. It's used Being in EDH, to, used yeah. in, in freaking modern, like it's used in a lot of if, crap. If you're able to play your spells at instant speed, you have a huge leg up. Yeah. So it's it's a great card to have. It's a little spendy, but. Um, probably worth it. Yeah, it could go in almost any. Not deck. probably. It is. It worth is. It. That's <laughs> why we're talking about it here. I'm, um, I'm just a very middle of the road type guy, so I don't really do definites. Um, At my with wedding, our next I was one? like, I love you for the most part. I'm in what? trouble. Fuck me. Oh jeez. <laughs> no, I love you. I love you, wifey. <laughs> oh, 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 Kirsten. Uh oh, and she listens every week. You're kind gonna of. be in trouble. <laughs> Um, you know, cut I that. was actually thinking. Cut that, please. Yeah, cut that. No, I'm keeping that. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, Larry is uh, gonna be grounded. Anyways, uh, I was thinking actually we could add. If you have this in here, I'm not gonna be able to come play. If I have what with, <laughs> with the podcast, I can't come play. Yeah, I was thinking we could actually add Mystical Tutor. So Mystical Tutor is the next on the list, but I was thinking that could actually go with were. Uh, yeah, as of tutors, invention or, or and tutors. our fabricate. Sure. So, in the next one is basically your tutors. So you have mystical tutor, which is a one drop, instant, right? 
Yeah, it's an instant. Instant. Um, you get to go look for an instant or sorcery and put it on, on top, top of your, your library. library. Uh, and then Weir of Invention, which I love this card a lot. Uh, and it's actually been going up in price lately, the foils and the regulars. Um, this one is kind of like your Court of Calling, but it's Blue's yeah, Court of so Calling. Yeah, so it's three blue, and then it's X, and your X can be... Uh, you can it's either X amount of mana and you can add in tapping artifacts improvise improvise and then you get to search for an artifact card and put it directly into X play and put it directly into play from your library and then fabricate is what one blue and two colorless one blue two colorless sorcery go and find an artifact and put it into your hand yep so all three of these are cards Re- you should have solid cards to be getting good for tutoring um tutor tutors <laughs> we always <laughs> so childish this you is, are this is, we're 30 I, something i told olds. you not to judge me <laughs> we just judge yourself poop and fart jokes <laughs> tutor why not uh all right and then we grew up on south park <laughs> me, me it was more family guy i did like south park too but i loved family guy um anyways uh next card is Conse- consecrated sphinx so this card is freaking amazing it's bonkers yeah and i remember when this card wasn't at the price it's at it just was like a five dollar card but anyways two blue four colors flying sphinx it is a four six whenever an opponent draws a card you may draw two cards do you, do you remember the craziest thing that we ever did off of this what in a game that? it was uh so you had consecrated sphinx out i had trade secrets before it was banned oh before it was banned and yeah. so like uh, I chose you, and so you, like, I think I would draw four cards, and then yeah, you would draw two cards, that. and then and you then would draw, draw two cards, <laughs> uh, like, eight cards off of Consecrated Sphinx. Yep. You drew most of your, like... Deck. Uh, deck. <laughs> I drew most of my deck. The other person's going, well, F this noise. Yeah. I don't... How did that game end? Did we just kind of end it right no, there? I, uh, I actually discarded my hand to Zombie invest- Infestation, oh. and then had, like... Because you guys didn't really know that was going to happen, and so yeah. I, I, like played zombie infestation discarded my entire hand at the end of like before my turn and then i had like 22 two zombies and went f you guys of course you remember winning that game yeah that's why you're one of the few it doesn't happen often (laughs) the nice thing also with consecrated sphinx is is it's a you may ability too so it's not going to draw you out yeah you can choose not to fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) if it is going to draw you out you know but most of the time you're going to be taking those two so uh larry why don't you get into our our extra turn guys the the next yeah the next section is extra turns uh these are kind of they're really good in blue or just in general uh but time warp uh which is a sorcery three colorless two blue take an extra turn um and then temporal mastery is don't cast it for its normal casting cost and then if you pull it off the top of your library if it's the first card you draw in a turn you can play it for a blue colorless draw another card yeah miracle that's what it is and that's really good with mystical tutor because you're putting exactly temporal mastery that you're gonna draw Uh, and then time stretch is eight colorless two blue and then you get to take two extra turns now uh time stretch is fantastic but uh, make sure that your opponents, like your friends, don't like have their eyeballs roll in the back of their head because like, <laughs> they just go, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to do anything for longer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So be careful with that card, in my opinion, because I've out of I've the played three, and... I like time warp because it's more legitimate to play. I mean, it's five for a ni- nice extra turn. You know, that's a pretty good yeah time or 
extra it's turn spare. guy. Yeah. Uh, next card is Kira, Great Glass Spinner. Now, I didn't start playing with this one until recently, but this is an awesome card. I've been using this for a long yeah, time. I, and I started putting it in my blue decks because it's a great... You know, we actually should match that with Spellskite in a way. Sure. So Spellskite is another one. Um, both of these cards, well, the Glass Spinner, what it does is your creatures can't be the target of spells or abilities. It, count, it counters the first spell or ability that's um, yeah. done to them, which includes you trying to attach any equipment or auras or pump spells, which you probably shouldn't be playing in commander, but yeah. <laughs> um, but it also protects uh, your creatures against spot removal. Yeah. Um, Cause so then basically people have to use two spot removal spells to kill, to kill something. And generally it's going after your Kira great glass spinner. And I would think spell Skite is a better one of the two. I like, like it's, it's spell Skite scares the shit out of people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, Lowry was playing with spell Skite for the longest time. And, and then I was like, I gotta get card. that. So spell Skite is an artifact. It's an Oh four, uh, construct. It's a uh, two mana to come out and then you can pay Phyrexian. uh, two life or a blue and you can change the target to itself of any like target that can target it so like so people attaching equipment to their stuff you can be like uh i'll just tap one blue or two life and i'll attach it to spells guy i'll take your equipment they can they can re-equip it still but you can always just re-equip it back to spells guy or their you know auras do the same thing or if they're trying to kill any of your creatures you just redirect it back to spells guy i just have people instantly kill it they yeah. hate it spells good is a, a card i feel like if you it has to be in almost every 99 percent of blue decks it should have it it's colorless it's but it's still blue with the yeah. uh, ability it's it's bonkers so yeah uh very good yourself card. one yeah <laughs> spend the money to get that because it is a good yeah card. yeah um and then we go into bribery and acquire uh bribery is is it, it's two blue and three colorless right yeah yeah, and you get to search through target opponent's library and take any card, creature, creature. Briber is creature acquires, acquires artifacts. That's right. Okay. Otherwise, they're the same, same card. card, but searching for different things, um, and, and you get to put it into yeah, play. Bribery is like a somewhere in between fifteen and twenty dollars. Acquires like less than five. Yeah. Um, and I find you know people play some really good artifacts. Acquires just as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, bribery, I remember, was bonkers before the first Emrakul was banned. In oh, EDH, yeah. everybody <laughs> would play Emrakul, and then everybody started playing Bribery, and then going, "Well, I'm gonna take your Emrakul, dickhead! Yeah, like, that... why are you playing jackass cards?" <laughs> and so, but they banned Emrakul eventually because it is a dickhead. Yeah, it is a card, a bad card to have in Commander. Uh, and then we move into more of a new. Uh, it's kind of a newer card, I guess, because it's from. Conspiracy. I came out last spring. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, Expropriate, and that one is God. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's six. No, no, no. It's no. it's eight colorless, two blue, right. I believe. Um, it might just be eight mana, so it could be six colorless, two blue. I guess I gotta pull it up. Yeah, here. maybe you should. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard. I to can't pull read it. any of these. So <laughs> you're the one that needs to. It's, the screen's too far away. I'm blind as a bat. <laughs> but um, uh, go ahead, just say the the description. Um, so it's kind of like uh, it's one of those either or cards, and so each player says that you essentially either take an extra turn or take a permanent from them yeah uh and then so as it goes around the table you obviously choose extra turns so no matter what you get one so it's seven colorless two blue yeah. i was i was in the you're, middle you're i was close. wrong both times <laughs> uh, you can't do anything right lowry and, but yeah you they start with you each player votes for time or money and for each money, money, money. time vote you get to take an extra turn for each money vote 
Uh, you get to draw, or no, you gain control of target permanent. Oh yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Then it exiles itself. Yeah, but it's it's so sick. I mean, you're you're gonna get an extra turn because you're gonna vote you're for gonna, the yep. extra turn, you know, no matter what. And most likely, everybody else is gonna say, "Go ahead and take this." The this is another card that people will curse you out for playing. Um, but it's a game ender. So yeah. if you're looking to end the game with one of your decks and you're like, I don't have enough, this is a perfect card to be putting in there. And I guess with the game ender, I would also add Cyclonic Rift into this one as well. Sure. Well, I mean, we're not talking necessarily like game enders. Blue has plenty of them. Yeah, they but know. it's just this is just one of them. Yeah, but we're close on our list here with Cyclonic Rift and Evacuation is another one that you're would gonna, be. You're gonna mess us up on Tide no, Spout. No, though. no, no. We'll get Tide Spout in there. But Cyclonic Rift is of course a must-have, and with yeah. Battle Bond, that new. Uh, that new creature where you get to go search for an instant or sorcery or whatever and put oh. it in two or less. So they just made it so you can get Cyclonic Rift so much easier now. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. But anyway, Cyclonic Rift, uh, everybody knows what that is. It's, it's, it's six six colorless one blue all your opponents return all their non-land permanents to their hand it's really uh, only one blue and one colorless or you can do the or overload you can do cost. the overload but yeah. the, you're doing the overload yeah. cost most of the time if you're if you're playing one blue and a colorless to bounce one, one permanent color. of your opponents <laughs> you're doing it i wrong. know i've had to do that once when i just didn't have the mana and it was you know i had to get it you know i had to bounce one thing to survive i think it's still lost but it just yeah. Kind of if you at have to point. do that, you're in a lot of trouble. And then evacuation is return all creatures uh, to players' hands. So yeah. that can, also an instant. Yeah, three so, three colorless, two blue. That one's not as game ending because it's all players. So it's a that's little more, more of fair. like a save your ass type card. Yeah, exactly. Not a game ender. Uh, and then you want to do the next one? Uh, back to where we were? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you, you can't skip it. And then ask me to. <laughs> now go it's back. not on the list anymore. No, <laughs> disappeared. Uh, so Tide Spot Tyrant is a card that's coming out in Battle Bond as well. Yep. So um, good reprint. Pick those up. Yeah. And so this is it's five colorless, three blue, uh, and it's like a five. I'm guessing here because oh, Adam's you are? not okay. doing his job. <laughs> I, I thought you knew it offhand. I, generally, I do, but <laughs> it's not. This isn't one that I really play because, again, another dick card. I do play with this, this one because I'm a dick. <laughs> maybe that's what we should call this. <laughs> dick cards. It's five and three blue. And he's a 5-5 five, five gin. Yeah. So he's a 5-5 five, five flying gin. Uh, whenever you cast a spell, uh, return target permanent to its owner's hand. Yeah. So you can return land and... I actually like this the new Battle Bond art better than the original um, art for Tide's Tyrant. So I might try to switch my Get that. my Tide's Bout out for this so, one. From... Yeah, he's... He's he can be really good if you're able to play a bunch of spells on a turn. Like you have him in your Animar deck, yeah, and so you're able to just you you wait for Tide Spell Tyrant and it comes down, and then you play like to start playing four creatures. different creatures, yeah. and you're like, well, bounce this that, and then all of your land. You're like, holy crap, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, and then it looks like next on our list we get into more of the clone stuff because we actually didn't group that with our clones, but now I'm going to. Uh, Phantasmal Image. Do you just want to go with a description of that, and we'll just go through? Yeah. So, uh, fan- do we want to do all of them together? They're basically the, yeah the clones. Yeah. Uh, so Phantasmal Image is a colorless and a blue. It's a and it, when it comes into play, copies tar- target creature. Uh, we have clever. No, not even when it's coming into play because it happens before it comes into play. But uh, if it's targeted, you got to yeah, sacrifice, sacrifice it. it. Uh, then we have clever impos- uh, impersonator, which is two colorless, two blue. This one is really good. When it comes in, or as it's coming into play, you get to choose a permanent on the battlefield, and it becomes that. So it's really flexible. Yeah. And then you have Phyrexian Metamorph, which is uh, three colorless and a blue or a two life. 
and then it comes into play as a copy of an artifact or, or enchant cre- or, or creature. Or, yeah, artifact or creature. Right. So that one has the flexibility as well. And then kind of your game winner is right of replication, and that one is isn't it two blue and two colorless? Yep. And then you can kick it for five more. And then you make five copies instead of yeah. just one copy. Yeah. If if you do that, you're winning creature. the game. Yeah. Like I've done that with like Thunder Ma, Ma Hellkite and just like swung for thirty. <laughs> It's uh, it feels good. Yeah, writer replication is a very good card. Uh, so yeah, those when we group those together, you don't necessarily have to have every single one of those. It's just they're the each, idea yeah. of in blue is cloning and like if somebody plays. I mean, like, you can go get the straight up clone if you want that too. The, the cheap, but one. you shouldn't because no, there's better ones. There's a lot better ones. I mean, even the new one with Battle Bond, the one where is it Battle Bond or is it from Dominaria? The one where it clone something and then you return a permanent that's from battle that's from battle bomb yeah that's right so that one's even better than clone (laughs) or doppelganger the old school doppelganger i don't know if that's better you don't think so you get to change your target i don't play either of them yeah neither do i I would go i like i like the flash one from conspiracy like last year the conspiracy two there's just a clone that you can play at flash speed Mm. yeah that's cool so the clone idea is good yeah can i do it (laughs) It's, you know, if somebody plays Tidespawn Tyrant, you're like, well, I'm going to clone it for four you know, and not pay eight. One thing we didn't have on our list, but now I'm thinking of it off the top of my head, is Followed Footsteps would be a good one in there, too. That's a solid card. Yeah, because I, I, I agree. I, I disagree. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good card, but I disagree. That's that's a really good card. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and that one, just off the top of my head, is two blue, four colorless. Three. Three colorless, yeah. and then you clone something, or it enchants it, makes it during, during your upkeep, make a copy make of that copy. creature that it's auroed, and then it just keeps making with. a new copy, new copy, yeah. new copy. Can't do it at a legendary, but and you've done it uh, against me with like Windborn Muse, yeah, that sucked yeah. because he, by the time I drew any like removal, you had and like more of them, five Windborn <laughs> Muses out, and I had to pay 10 for each creature to attack. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's why I play Maelstrom Pulse, yeah, and token dealer bobs. To- to- Token dealer bobs? Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. No, Token dealer bob. Is it's it? a fishing thing. <laughs> Bobbers. Uh, all right. Then we get right. down to um, As For Told. I'm not even sure where you're at. Oh, we just went down Phantasmal Image. So now we're down to As yeah, For Told. Yeah, we're jump- Sorry, we have a little list, but then we have like all arrows going all over the place because we no, started grouping stuff. I just fucking <laughs> crush it off and group it. Um, so as for told is it's a newer card. It's from Amonkhet. It's one blue, two colorless enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, you put a counter on it. Then you may cast that turn. You may cast any card that costs how many counters are on it or less um for free we we had a little disagreement on this on one it. like I, I can see why omniscience which is a very similar card is, or how i would a, say it omniscience yeah omniscience theater <laughs> now it's showing yeah um but uh so omniscience it's uh like 10 mana to cast enchantment and then you can play cards for free for free yeah uh as we're told is very similar as in like for each counter you get to play the the spell of converted mana cost to the counter or less but in he, my opinion, his like, thing was the late game. If, stuff. if you draw it late, it's garbage. Like if in my it's, mind, it's really bad. I mean, there's a lot of cards that if you draw it late, they're garbage that we have on. You know mm, what I'm saying? I don't like know if that I agree isn't going to necessarily help. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I agree with it. I disagree. <laughs> I agree with my, my statement. <laughs> I would like to change your mind. <laughs> but yeah, that we had Omniscience on there. <laughs> would, you, would you like to command debater? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, let's not do that again. And then we move into propaganda, which yeah. is a must. This this is core card. Yeah, it's uh, enchantment: two colorless, one blue. Uh, any creature that attacks you, they have to pay two uh, to uh, attack you. Doesn't count for planeswalkers, so they can still attack your planeswalkers from that. But it's a uh, it's a bonkers. It just it. If you can get that down early, people just don't attack you yeah. at the beginning because they want to play spells and still like get in some minor damages. Now, we can kind of jump in with that, with saying the, the playing that to make people not attack you and get into our next group of cards, which is the the other enchantments we had. So Curse of uh, Verbosity is one that we also had a discussion on. That's a newer card from the last Commander set, and what it does is it's one blue and two colorless. You choose you curse a player, and then when anybody attacks that player, they get to draw a card, and you get to draw a card. So I I liked it for the draw engine factor and cards that we also thought were similar. The the well the one that I kind of went with was uh and it was a, a Smith spec for myself was uh, Monastery Siege, which when it comes into play, you can either choose it it draws you an extra card and you discard a card from your hand, or it uh all any time that uh, permanent you control is targeted it costs two more to target it that's a pretty good solve. so that's draw that's mine that, it, so we were compromising by just adding them both yeah by, by saying them all at the same uh, time and then we had ristic study ristic study is bonkers um we both agree with that one that's it's just annoying sometimes because yeah. it's always a are you gonna pay one more for that yeah are you gonna well, pay that's, one more for that's that? also true like just are you gonna pay one more for that? on it but it's uh a two blue or two one colorless blue. one blue enchantment whenever an opponent casts a spell they may have to pay, pay one. one more or you draw a card. So you're constantly, are you going to Did you, you, did pay, you one, pay that pay extra, extra one? <laughs> are you going to? Yes, you fucking A, Lowry. I'll pay one. Damn Just, it. You got to remind <laughs> I I play the card a lot. And it's a feel-good card <laughs> yeah. for me. It, it is a good drawing one. Because, you know, a lot of times the player is just like... I, I've as won a player, games off of it. Yeah. As a player, you're trying to get as much out as you can. Use up not leaving mana You, you want, yeah, a mana So efficiency. you're just like, boom, boom, boom. Well, fuck, yes. Go ahead. Draw your damn cards, Lowry. <laughs> and one, one way that we tend to play, like, as long as somebody isn't drawing cards, I'll wait until at the end of somebody's turn and just to make it easier. And then you can be like, well, you played three spells, but you only got two left. So do you want to tap those two or I draw three cards or two or one? And uh, I give them that choice as long as the information that they're having isn't changing. Yeah. Um, just to make it easier so you're not going, are you going to pay one more? Or are you going to pay one more? <laughs> Did you pay one more you for that one last more? one? <laughs> oh, yeah. I get to draw more. You didn't pay cool, one. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next one we move into. We already got those guys done. So we're into. Do you want to do Fate Spinner? Oh yeah, well, that was kind of like yeah, a last. You're just minute skipping thing. around. Well, we, I, that was one I circled that we would get oh, to yeah, it if yeah, we yeah. had time. No, we'll get to it if we got time. Okay. Well, we said it, so no, now I got to talk about no, it. No, no, no. I'll just talk no, about it. No, really we're coming quick. back to it. Fate spinner. I don't want to talk about it now. It's two blue, one colorless. It's a wizard. It's a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Ari. Is that a pretty good Ari? No, you need to practice more. You're a wizard, Ari. <laughs> Not on like Hagrid. air. Hagrid. Not recording. <laughs> recording. Uh, what it does is each opponent at the beginning of their upkeep, they have to decide if they're either going to they skip one of these phases, drawing, playing a spell, or attacking with creatures. Pretty much. That's... Not really, but it's more of you're skipping your main phase. You can play instant still. Well, yeah, yeah. You skip your basically playing your creatures or sorceries and stuff. Um, It's a I'm gonna have enemies card though. (laughs) As we were kind of discussing, I'm like, 
Yeah, you play this card and everybody's going to be pissed at you. It turns it... into a curse against you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's effing them over, too, so I don't know. Uh, then we go into what I was going to talk about was Mind's Dilation, which is one card I that feel I... like we should skip this one now, then, since you <laughs> added it. We, we got to cut one of yours. You, no, that's not how I roll. <laughs> this is one it's that just, I... We only have so much time. I believe I it's talked about as a right late spec where I... I I specced on it, but then by the time we got to the podcast, it had already jumped, so we didn't really. But um, this is five and two blue, so it's a really high casting cost. It's an enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts his first uh, spell each turn, that player exiles the top card of their library. If it's a non-land card, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. So it's a pretty good uh, draw playing other people's crap. Yeah. Card. Oh, I, I think it's super powerful and it's relatively cheap non-foil at this point so yeah. it's uh it's probably worth it uh do you want to get to our do cantrips yeah uh so cantrips are pretty important because they're cheap uh and they draw you a card they're just kind of like card replacement for the most part um but it also card choice and so some of those uh Sir, to be looking at you want to read it you go for it well yeah Sir visions run it off yeah certain visions one blue sorcery you draw a card and you scry two. Ponder. ponder look at the top three cards reorder them in any way and then draw the top card or Pre- shuffle and draw preordain preordain is one blue color or sorcery uh, then that's scry two, then draw one. And then we have brainstorm, which is one blue instant. Draw three cards, put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. The instant part of that is pretty good. <laughs> it's well, it. I mean, brainstorm is arguably the best card in Legacy. Mm-hmm. You're able to put any two garbage cards that you don't really need at this point on top of your library. And then you're supposed to shuffle them away. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. It gets you getting better uh, cards. If you're just going to draw those cards back over, that's fine too. Because if somebody's like, everybody discard their hand, you're like, well, I'm going to brainstorm and put, put the, the cards two cards on. that I can play back on. Yeah, it's yeah. very versatile. And then after we get into that, we'll go into our counterspell stuff. So you have your just... There, there's not many counterspells. Probably don't play them. They're, yeah, not very they're good terrible. Yeah, don't, don't do that. We're, we're picking the ones that are, are actually decent that you can play with. It's your regular counterspell, which is just counter target spell. It's Disagree. Blue. Uh, Arcane Denial. I like this one because you actually... There's a little benefit to getting your... It's like, hey, I counter your spell, but you get to draw a card. You get to draw a card. <laughs> I get to draw a card. Uh, then you have Cryptic Command. Or actually, no, we were going to yeah, go yeah. Force of Will. Force of Will, which is a free counter spell. Uh, if you have expensive. the money. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. I don't Highly have one. suggest. Um, it just... It protects you from combo. If, if you're playing against combo players, it's... Yeah, you kind of need it. Yeah. If and the thing is, is I don't like counter spells in general, so that's kind of why I don't have one. I'm like, I'm not going to spend the money to get this card because I don't like understandable. So that's why I don't have it. Uh, But then we kind of have a mix of the next one that kind of leads us into our next card. Cryptic Command is also a counter spell, but you get to choose. You can yeah. So Cryptic Command is an instant that's one colorless and three blue, and then you can choose between you choose two between countering a spell. Bouncing a creature, or tapping, tapping all, all creatures of their creatures, or drawing a card. Yeah. So, um, it's I mean, pretty good. Ju- just being like the worst thing to do is counterspell draw a card. Yeah. But if somebody has a huge team and you know they're going to swing at you, you just 
tap dur- them before down. they attack, you tap them down and draw a card. Or they can get you, that can get you the win, too, if they're all tapped out. It's really versatile. I highly suggest. Yep. It's used in modern a ton. It's a very good card. And then that also goes kind of well with... Uh, Mystic Confluence is another really good card, similar uh, to Cryptic Command, and that's three colorless, two blue instant that uh, ha- you can choose three of them, which is counter-target spell unless that player uh, pays three. Uh, return target uh, creature to uh, its owner's hand. Its owner's hand. Draw a card. And you can pick these more than once. Yeah. So, so you, you could go five and I draw three cards, or five and counter that spell unless you pay six or and I draw a card. three yeah. creatures, or use them in any yeah. conjunction. And this is being reprinted here in Battle Bond yeah. as well. So. so it's gonna it's it's a lot cheaper. It's half price easily at this point, and I, I suggest going out and getting seventeen. And is this the first time it's printed as a foil? Yes. Oh, they have a promo judge. Oh, foil. they do have a. Right. But, you know, whatever. The actual printing, this is going to be the first time it's foil, so this is going to be an expensive card. Uh, but it's a very good card. Uh, so, yeah, definitely go pick those up. Um, then we move into, we do our god, Thassa, god of the sea. Well, not my god. Might be your god. <laughs> yeah. You know me and god stuff. <laughs> let's not get on yeah, that. Let's not get on that. Let's <laughs> Uh, so, uh, not religious. That's that's out there. Whatever. It's that's me. Now we're gonna lose listeners. <laughs> we agreed not to talk religion or, or politics. <laughs> What's uh, your deal? I'm sorry. That now we just like all of a sudden we see next week that or it'd have to be the following because after <laughs> listen to this podcast, it gets cut in half or whatever. <laughs> that How about godless son of a bitch? <laughs> Cut in half. Everybody's listening just for me. Well, so yeah, exactly. It's like Lowry has the god part. I don't. So there. If you like it, whatever. Lowry's Lowry's your god guy. <laughs> I don't know. Lowry's god. Uh, anyways, so that's a the, the good thing about this one is it's indestructible. Thassa god of the sea. Yeah. Not not Thassa. Not Lowry god. god. <laughs> You can't blame this one on me. It's all you, Lowry. No. I can't believe you you uh, did that. You're a heretic. I'm a what? You're a heretic. I don't even know what a heretic is. That's okay. <laughs> what the hell is a heretic? Now you got to tell me what a heretic no, is. No, look it up on MTG Goldfish. <laughs> on Goldfish? <laughs> all right. Just read the guard. All right. So Thassa, indestructible 5-5. Five, five. It's one blue, two colorless. Now I want to know what a fucking heretic is. <laughs> all right. So uh, Thassa, God of the Sea, is... <laughs> uh it's an enchantment creature uh so it's a enchantment if you don't have uh how the hell do you spell heretic (laughs) (laughs) i'm just waiting for you to call me an asshole so you can uh we can open that beer i brought that's not how that works i call you a drunk not an asshole (laughs) same thing in my mind (laughs) a person believing in or participating or practicing religious okay yeah. All right. I got you. Did I use it right? I think so. <laughs> um, okay. Back and to the so cards. <laughs> you need you need five mana symbols on your side for it to be a five five indestructible creature. Uh, you get to scry at the beginning of your. That's upkeep. kind of the big thing. That's really good. And then you can pay a colorless and a blue and give a creature uh, unblockable, unblockable, which is also really yeah. good. Like, really, it's three mana for this, and you get the, the last two abilities are amazing. You don't even, most of the time, I don't even have her as a creature. It's just like, all right, yeah. give me the scry ability, and this is unblockable. Oh, you can't block, you're dead. Just being indestructible makes it really hard to deal with, yeah. and it's a, a lot of value. 
incremental value. So uh, then let's get into the our planeswalkers. You want to do the Jaces? Yeah. So we we pick both Jaces. You have Jace the well, Mind there's, Sculptor. There's like seventeen. But the the main ones, Jace the Mind Sculptor, or the core cards. Yeah. Jace the Baby Face. And then you have Jace Bellerin. And that one is that one's more budget. I think wise. it's reasonable yeah. to get, and I still think it's really good because it can be draw a card, gain five life because yeah. people want to kill it. Um, but if you have the money and right now would probably be the time to get the other Jace because it got reprinted, uh, still a hundred bucks, but yeah. Jason mind sculptor is, is really powerful. Yeah. And then we finished that up with Tez, uh, Tez at the seeker. Uh, this he's a uh, three colorless, two blue. Uh, and you can, his first ability is to untap two artifacts, mm-hmm. which you're going to be playing Mana Rocks, so Most it's, time, it's kind yeah. of a ramp right there. You can minus exit to go and search for any artifact and put that into play uh, for the converted mana cost. Uh, and then you can ultimate and turn all of your artifacts into 5-5 five, five creatures. So most likely you're going to play this more in a heavy <clears throat> artifact deck, kind of, but actually the first two abilities make it so you, you don't necessarily have to be Heck, uh, it, artifact depending heavy. Depending on the situation... But I mean, it would do really well with an you, artifact heavy deck. Sure, yeah, it would, but... Like, I would... I've even done it where um, if I have something like Panharmonicon out, I will play Tezzeret and just kill it and go and get uh, Solemn Simulacrum and then put it in directly into play because so it, it comes in with four loyalty. You minus yep. four, go find an artifact with four... Put Solomon, get Go two get lands land. into play, and it just it just gets you way ahead right there. Mm-hmm. Like just the tutor ability. The well, I mean, ramp yeah, you ability. could go find a soul ring, or if you don't have, yeah, that you out, can or... you can just go and do that, and then he has three power, and then you can untap that soul ring the next turn. He's really versatile, really powerful in my opinion, because you're gonna be playing artifacts. Yep. And if you're not, you're a jackass. <laughs> or not? I mean, maybe aura shards is really heavy in your meta game. Yeah. That might be true. Um, be. And then one card that Lowry uses a lot, um, it's a very good card, is Muldrifter. You, you have this in quite a few I decks. I really it, love this card. It's used in multiple... Uh, so Muldrifter is a 2-2 flyer uh, creature, and it's four colorless and blue. That's all it is. No, and then you get to, to evoke it, it for <laughs> uh, two colorless and a blue, and then when it comes into play, you draw, draw two, cards. two cards. So in, in my mind, it just like... You can have it. It affects enter the battlefield like with Panharmonicon or something like that. You can reanimate it uh, in something like Muldrotha. Um, it's it's early card draw if you need it. It's late evasive creature creature if you need it. Uh, it just does a whole ton of things that you want. And it doesn't matter how many times they print it at common. It's going to be, it gets over two bucks. <laughs> yeah. Every freaking printing is over two. Then it just keeps going up. I, uh, foils actually could be a, a spec just kind of offhand because they're only around four bucks. Um, if you pull, pull it. Specs of the, the middle cost. In the middle of the, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's that's nine bucks. Oh, that's a that's Laura, Laura one. Version. That's why. Yeah, yeah Laura Wynn one. version is expensive and the promo version is expensive, but the Modern Master versions are like under $3. Yeah. Another card that kind of fits with this too is a Snapcaster Mage. Um, I don't have a Snapcaster. Um, wah, wah. I know. I should have picked them up when they were a little bit cheaper. They were 20 when they were out in yeah. standard and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Snapcaster Mage is... Everybody uh, kind of knows that one, but it's you get to... Colorless and a blue, Flash 2-1. When it comes into play, you give an instant or sorcery... Uh, flashback in your graveyard it's a ton of utility um 
I, I highly suggest getting it, even though it's like a $50 card at this yeah. point. 60, 60 70. 70. Jesus. <laughs> what is going on? People yeah. stop buying cards. Yeah, Trade for them. Freaking crazy. Be like Lowry. <laughs> stop um, buying cards. And then we get kind of, this is a, we'll just, I'll read through it. And Lowry, you can kind of say what they do. But this is our removal section of blue. Uh, start off with Pongify. Oh, blue, instant, uh, destroy target creature. Turn put it a 3-3. Three, three, ape. ape. Which and is fun. Same Funny. thing with uh, well, Curse of the Swine is pretty sweet. I you, like Curse of the Swine, yeah. but it's not an instant. But you, it's a sorcery. But you get to do it's two and X, two blue and X, two, two blue and X, and then you get to pick X amount of creatures and turn them into two two boars. And it exiles them. I said boars, not whores. <laughs> well, they could be whores too. Yeah. I mean, horror tokens. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> oh man. I kind of want to make those now. Just all right, uh, and then you got um... you got the internet. Don't make tokens. <laughs> yeah, What's I your guess. problem? And a wife, but yeah, and a... that's like a side thing. <laughs> and a wife. Uh, we have. Uh... I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> you are imprisoned in the moon. If which you is... want to know if we can have a podcast next week, yeah. check out our Twitter because yeah. we might not be able to. Yeah. <laughs> We could be in a lot of trouble. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm good. You're... She listens to you when you're cutting this up. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll just make sure to turn this. I'll put my headphones on on this part. Uh, Imprisoned in the Moon is similar thing. You, It's an, an aura, but you get to put it on a permanent. It turns into... A colorless mana yep. source. Uh, then there's Reality Shift. Uh, and that's uh, colorless and a blue instant, and you exile target creature, uh, and then they manifest... The top card. Which then turns into a 2-2. So, yeah, it's a 2-2 creature. If it's a creature, you can pay its mana cost cost to flip flip it it. over. But if not, if it's like a land, it's just a 2-2. Yep. Uh, Then you have rapid uh, hybrid... Hybridization. That one's one's getting a little hard. Hybridization there. I had to slow it down. We'll speed it up in uh, post-production. yeah, right. Fine. Just that little part. <laughs> oh, he said it perfectly, perfectly right. Hybridization. There. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really quick. Uh, what one's that? Uh, that's same thing as Pongify. It just turns into uh, a different creature. Some other. It's, it's a, a boar. Three, that one turns them into a. Whore. Is it a boar? No, 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 no. It's a frog. Oh yeah, it is it's a frog. frog. Yeah. Three three lizard frog. Lizard frog. Amphibian ish. Dude, I think is. we're. No, we're not done. Could be a newt. We have a couple more on here. I don't know if I know any other amphibians. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our list. <laughs> I'm not talking about, hey, what else can we turn this into? Um, I think we only have... Uh, oh, no, Galena. we have... What was that? Empress Galena. Yep, that's our last one, which uh, that one I didn't even know about, and Lowry had that on his list, and I was like, oh, that's actually a so pretty freaking sweet Empress card. Empress Galena is three colorless, two blue creature, uh, and basically it's a legend, and you can pay two blue, tap it, and steal any legend it's pretty um, freaking sick. And I, it's, I was picking them up because I was like, perfect for EDH. People play the commander. Yeah. I steal their commander and F you. And it's better than... I'm cursing a lot this episode. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my deal is. Uh, it's similar to uh, what is the Sat- Satter. Uh, Willow Satter. And that one was a reserve list, so that yeah. one kind of went up. But that one had to stay tapped. This one, when you untap it, it doesn't... You get to take another freaking legendary it, thing. Yeah, you can do it turn after turn. And after it doesn't turn. matter if it dies; you still get to keep it if it and dies. It's, and it's awesome. Like I was doing this before Planeswalkers were legends, but now you can just steal Planeswalkers, yeah. <laughs> and that's feel good. And again it, for Lowry, it's a it's about a fifteen dollar card. Um, 
I'm probably going to have to pick one of these up because it is a pretty bonkers card. Um, Because everybody has commanders, so it's you're going to have targets. Yeah. (laughs) If if they're not playing their commanders, what's the point? They're doing something wrong. What's the point? (laughs) Well, there are some commanders that just sit like Edgar. You don't really need to play. He can just sit in here. But what's the point? Yeah. But yeah, that rounds up our list of core our- cards for Commander Blue. Exactly. <laughs> turned into like country right there. I think. Did I? I don't know. I can't hear myself. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm partially deaf. <laughs> oh crap! I might have took your uh, your spec out of there. I'll get it back. Don't worry. Uh, anyways, let's move into our segment oh. two. Um, how we do our specs. So how you doing? There's quite a big list of, uh, I guess, let's just talk this through. How do uh, initially when you're looking for specs, there's quite a few things. Um, I guess, yeah, fully. I guess the biggest thing that happens is when a new card is comes out, like a new commander. For example, with Battle Bond, with these two flip coin commanders. What's their name? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to go Zender Split. Zender, I I like that. Got it. Uh, Zender Split and what was the other one? That was Eye of whatever. Whatever. They both have one eye. Eye of Chaos. Yeah, Eye of Chaos. I don't even know. Eye of Wisdom. I was just being a dickhead. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But like that, for example, when you get a card that's spoiled, that has a big trigger of, you know, this is a commander that's for the first time having a good commander for flipping coins. Yeah. All the flip coin stuff is going to go crazy. Well, it becomes potential to go crazy. Potential, yes. And so that's where you got to sit down and go like, okay, is this worth it? Would this work in that deck? Um, and, and really, you, you have a wide swath because coin flipping really hasn't been a, a, a thing at all. But people like it. And they've, uh, that's the thing is something like that that, you know, people... For, uh, the other people want to embrace is, chaos and there hasn't, you know... There hasn't been a coin flipping commander. Yeah, so it's and, perfect for that. And same thing with like Slimefoot. Slimefoot, people were waiting for a decent commander. That for Sapperlings. Sapperlings. Yep. And so you finally had it. And then all those cards went freaking nuts. And yeah. at that point, kind of go with what we were saying before too, is you kind of go for the foils if there are foil printings. There, in. Yep. And and if there's reserveless cards, you go for the reserveless cards. Like as an example yep. for... Uh, the coin flippers, Frenetic Afrit is like a $15 card now yeah. because those uh, commanders came out. There became a use for a card. Yeah. And so that's kind of what you're doing is you're looking at a, uh, a, a new deck set that's going to be being made basically yeah and so you you gotta that that one's a hot minute you gotta get on it really quick when you yeah know, those are the ones you, you gotta get like it that. right when the spoil happens and you kind of got to go for it quick so that's like uh that's like day trading like you're trying to get in yeah get in before the spike see the spike and then and a lot of times of when i've done or just play just get in before so you can actually play with the deck you just got to be quick on that kind of stuff yeah what i've learned with that is i've actually had it where i've had a bunch of stuff in my cart and then I go to check out, and people have already bought. They're the gone. Cards yeah, because I've had they're going that happen. That quick. And I don't even do that. I've had it happen where there's a spike, and I'm randomly buying stuff. I'm like, Shit. <laughs> what the hell? That's why can't I get this? And then go and try, and then it's gone again. Like, yeah. Oh. So actually, what I do with that is, if I have, I try to do it quick. I go through really quick and get the cards that I want. And then if I'm wanting to buy more, I buy those so I at least get the copies before they spike. 
And then if I do want more of us, then I go back through and I research a little bit more. I'm like, this one's going to be used a little bit more. So with the coin stuff, I kind of went through. I'm like, this one actually makes more sense. This is going to be in a lot more decks. So then I do a kind of like a second wave where I'll buy a little bit more of a certain card, one or two cards Okay. Um, with that. Um, Another so- thing that we've done on the podcast here uh, for uh, buying or like speculating is when cards are reprinted. Yep. And we kind of do that like... So we did that a lot with Masters 25, and we've talked about it uh, with uh, Battle Bond coming out. But when a, an expensive card is being reprinted, it's a good time to go and buy it after a certain point of time that it's been out. Yeah. Um, especially if it's usable. Because dropped enough where so, it yeah, actually makes sense So we've talked about the filter lands. They were all getting up over 15. Now they're all under 10. This is a good time to go and get them because they're solid cards. And they're usable. And that kind of goes with Battle Bond with, you know, it depends how low doubling season gets here. So doubling season would be a good target for something like that. And I would think Mystic Confluence would be a solid one. Tide Spoil, Tyrant's probably a little out there. Yeah. Um, Your biggest increase is going to be on the the doubling season and Confluence and stuff. Doubling season will probably fully recover. Yep. Uh, it'll probably get up to sixty dollars again within two years. Yeah, so I'm hoping those drop down to around twenty bucks yep. or so, and that'd be a, a nice little pickup. I, I don't. I don't I, think it's I'm going, going to. I'm guessing <laughs> twenty five thirty, but yeah. um, we'll see what sure. happens with that. Um, and then some other things that I I'll do is. I'll check how many are for sale. So you go on TCG and you can see actually how many copies of a certain card are for sale. If that if that list is down to one page, like if you don't have multiple pages and uh, it's only down to the one page, that's being bought, like it's about to go. Or um, another thing with that, when you're looking at that list, if there's a, a very big variance between there's maybe like 10 cards that are a dollar and then all of a sudden that dollar jumps to 15 that means that that's about to pop. Um, one podcast I listened to, I uh, like how they, they, they phrase it. They call it the tipping point when it's actually about to, to burst, to, like to, to go. Spike. Yep. So okay. that, that that's something that I look at. Um, another thing I'll look at is like EDH. I'll go to EDH rec and look at how many decks it's being used. If I see an increase happening, like that, that's more for newer cards. If mm-hmm. a card's printed, you know, Six months down the road, it's in two thousand decks. A couple months later, it's up to five thousand. Couple months, you know, if that keeps increasing and it's a good card that I feel like is a good spec that should be used in a lot of decks, then I might start focusing on the foils of those. Yeah, and the further it is out of um, print, mm-hmm. the more like when it's new, brand new, you don't know how many are going to be in circulation, and then yeah, it all depends it, on how many boxes are opened and yeah, know. and then. I don't really know the specifics of that's that's a lot of work. Yeah, but <laughs> more work um, than we want to do. <laughs> and then you you almost got to guess like the player base is it going to increase? Is it going to lower? And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty hard to kind of guess with. But it, it is an important factor on that. Um, and then um, I guess one thing that happens is if it's a card that I feel like should be used a lot, that's sometimes what I'll target. You know, like for mm-hmm. example, when I've talked about Mirage Mirror. I feel like that should be used a lot, like in almost every EDH deck because of its, you know, vers- versatility with that is being able to copy anything on the battlefield. I think it's such a good card. And then as you see, like that card is starting to go up. The actual regular ones I've been seeing, the price continues to rise with that. So like certain things like that where the, the card you feel should be used in a lot of decks is sometimes what triggers my 
yeah piques my interest and sometimes you're wrong but, yeah no seven but, times but definitely. and that's fine and that's the whole thing if you think it's good that means you want to play with it and so it's not as bad of a buy anyway yeah um and so yeah i i agree with that and i and i've definitely done smith specs where i'm like i just really like this card i think it's powerful enough to just be in yeah decks. sometimes you you it you run into trouble with cards that are good but they might be like old and just commander players don't know about it and they just or just yeah yeah or legacy so it it's not get, good enough for legacy yeah. and it has to so people don't like there's a lot of old cards and we were going through that reserve list stuff where i was just like this is really good for commander but you yeah. don't see it played because it's such an old card well like you can even use like mystic remora as an example up until like more than a year ago this was less than 50 cents mm-hmm. now it's like a two to three dollar card because people are like well i just pay one and it, i have you know two turns of chances of being able to draw a couple cards and as long as you draw like two cards off of it it's passively making people either go do want to do i want to play this or am i going to wait until mystic remora is gone gone yeah. like once you, it, it takes a, some time for people to realize that cards are good yeah everybody um some other things lowry does this a lot this is some of our early specking um lowry finds cards if you find one that's similar to a card that's expensive so for example a couple weeks ago when i talked about um the gyre reach and the center of the sea those are very similar lands and actually lowry is the one that got me on that one because he's like hey this this one from Eldritch Moon is very similar to the uh, card that's freaking yeah. $20, $30 or whatever. So we bought a bunch of yeah, those. Yeah, it was $20 at that, that time, I that believe. That time. Yeah, and so bought a bunch of those. We didn't know that it was going to get reprinted again, but now that's the foils are the ones that I specced on you know, a few weeks ago. Same thing with Breaking and Entering. Those are very similar to other cards that are very expensive cards and same thing with uh, beck and call so the we those are kind of if you find cards that are similar to a card that does the same thing that's very expensive yep. sometimes those are very good specs because in commander then you having two of something that do the same thing is a little bit more yeah. consistent in your deck and so like the example of beck and call like beck is uh blue and a green sorcery whenever you have a creature come into play you draw a card um, which is very similar to, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a Kamigawa card, one green, uh, whenever a creature comes into play, you draw a card. But that Kamigawa card is banned in Modern, but it's played in Legacy, it's a $25 card. But if Beck ever starts seeing play in Modern as a replacement for that Kamigawa card. Yeah, Glimpse of Nature. Yeah, that's I was like uh, I was pulling it up. I'm like, I think it's Glimpse of something because you have that's the same yep. thing with And so uh, if you're like, okay, but call is Beck, Beck isn't banned in modern. So if that ends up making a deck, it'll explode. Yeah. And so that that card is a, has a potential in my mind to get up to $15. And that's the same thing that goes with uh Breaking and entering is very simple, similar to Glimpse the, the Unthinkable. unthinkable yeah. so. And Glimpse the Unthinkable was a 20 to $30 card before the reprint in Iconic Masters. Yeah. And so... The only downfall that those cards have with Commander is that they have the freaking three colors, you know? That's, they can, yeah. That's, you have to have three co- those three colors to be able to play those. But that's, that's an example of a card that's expensive... And one that isn't that does a very similar thing that you, that you can kind of spec on um, a bit. One one thing that I tend to 
keep an eye on even though like i specifically play commander i try and keep an eye out on all of the different formats right uh, vaguely and so like uh one thing that that can save you money is kind of investing not in the tier one decks of legacy or modern but go and find the uh the up-and-coming decks are the ones that with that have potential that just need a card to be printed to make it really powerful but if you buy so like an example would be tron tron was played for a very long time in modern and it was a lot cheaper than it is now now it's a dominant force in modern but it wasn't tier one up mm-hmm. until the banning of splinter twin and um that green card that i can't remember uh off the top of my head but it wasn't a tier one deck until a couple of things changed and now karn is a hundred dollar card yeah before it was 2025 after like modern masters reprint and so you're sitting there going like well if i had just gotten into tron beforehand or saw a powerful card that just wasn't played enough and got it you, you that's a good way of speculating going this could be a good deck yeah um and so that's that's to, the example. To piggyback on that, uh, looking at other formats and stuff, that's another way of specking is if you, you have the recent... Um, if, if a deck makes it to the top eight and there's a certain card in mm-hmm. there, sometimes, a lot of times, actually, that card will spike. A certain yep. card that actually gets played in a lot. If it's used in multiple decks, um, then that card's going to go bonkers yeah (laughs) so keeping an eye on multiple formats is a very good idea for the 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 weird thing that kind of happened this pro tour for dominaria pro tour they just did it they just finished up i believe that goblin the char a goblin chain wielder or wielder yeah yeah. uh so that card was bonkers it was a four of in the top every top eight deck i believe um and but uh, the reason why dominaria pre uh, pro tour was weird was because it was six weeks after, after release. the release yeah. and so everybody had already felt like they figured stuff out so that's why like lyra dawnbringer and tafiri and karn all spiked because everybody's like these cards are bonkers yeah and you know what they didn't even they do weren't well even in, in it yeah but <laughs> goblin chain whirler it went bonkers it's gone up two dollars uh and since you know since this weekend today, yeah <laughs> uh, and then yeah i guess it was this weekend yeah so we're doing the sunday night um i was thinking it was friday yeah, I don't, <laughs> well, we did do the last few podcasts have been Fridays, um, but but if if you look at it, you go, well, Goblin Chain Whirler is a really good card and standard. Um, I wouldn't go and get it now because everybody knows yeah. it is. But if you thought it was a good one and you're seeing people play it more and more on uh, Magic Online, or if you're keeping an uh, eye on deck lists that are being printed uh, for any format, then you're going, this is showing up a lot. This might be worth going and getting. Yep. Um, I think we gotta kind of wrap things go? up a little ah. bit. Well, there's a couple. We'll just burn through. So, so uh, a couple other tips that I do is, if you see a certain like, if one of the form like the regulars all of a sudden spike. Sometimes this does happen where the regular printing of that card will go crazy, but the foils haven't been bought yet. Uh, I've seen it where the regulars get to the foil price, if not lower or higher than the foil price. Then you want to jump on the foils because the foils are about to go. And that's vice versa. If you see the foils go crazy, all of a sudden they have a $15, $20 spike, your regulars are going to follow. They're not going to have as high of a spike, but most likely the regulars are going to come up a little bit as well. And, and just to like um, specify on that, foils are going to have a higher multiplier when right. a card is doing better. So even though your, your non-foil card jumps you know, five dollars. 
your foil card, even though it's going to be more expensive to buy, is has a more likely to go from five dollars up to twenty dollars. Yeah. Um, so exactly that's the that what we've been too. saying with specs is focus on the foils if you can because you don't have to buy as many of them and they the spike is a lot higher and it's typically. a lot easier to sell them yep a lot easier because especially to edh players so that's what we're, most of our specs are a lot of times edh driven i mean sometimes yeah. we do other stuff too but edh is our main focus so the foils that's what edh players yeah. like we like uh, shiny quick note remember to uh keep your ear and eyes on the reserve list yep. still there are plenty of cards that are cheap uh, that might be worth buying. Um, so I would I would say kind of talk about that. One thing that I like doing, and it's really been beneficial to my collection, is banned cards. Um, and I'll talk about that's that kind today of, uh, as well. Foreshadowing to his spec as well. One of my specs. So um, I'll talk about it more then. And his uh, the reserve list comment as well as kind of a foreshadowing to my spec a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, another thing to keep out, if you're hearing about a new format that's being formed, check it out. See what's powerful in it. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of people. There was uh, Frontier last year that was really big. Now we have um, Brawl. And, and Brawl just came out. So I don't know. I, I don't think that's really moved any prices no, at this point. it's yeah it's so it's kind of hard to but you have popper that's moving stuff popper moved a ton of common cards up in price and so if you kind of had them or if you're like hey there's i'm in popper so i have decks um once it became legitimized by magic um you know commander was really cheap to play because there just wasn't a use for a, a swath of cards before commander and now commander is kind of the from biggest everything. thing yeah. <laughs> magic has and it yeah it's expensive um, yeah anything else i think i went through my list of pretty much how i go about I it have, um, i have two more okay. uh, little tips and tricks uh underused or returning keywords yeah so um you know there there is potential for like kicker to become so you kind of go back and, you know, and see if kicker was going to be anything uh whenever they're doing cycling you know could bring up some cards uh stuff that they tend to reuse um i think they call it uh i'm not gonna say it if i don't know it but uh if if it's kind of like a returning mechanic some cards in the past can come up so yeah. if you're like or or even like uh dragon sets coming out everything old dragony got ate up yep and so kind of keep know what's happening in the future a little bit yep uh and then the last one uh that i would want to mention is like cheap combos that aren't used um so i would use an example of like devoted druid and quill spike um it's essentially a combo. Quill Spike gets as big as you want and Infinitely can instantly big. Kill. Yeah, um, that's been around forever. We've yeah. had that, I've and had it was never in... used in a deck, and yeah. it still isn't used in a deck. But it's freaking amazing. But devoted Druids up to like eight, ten dollars because it became an infinite combo with uh, Vizier, Vizier, something or other from Amonkhet. Yeah, and but Quill Spike still has the potential there. Yeah. So I wouldn't invest at this point. Like whenever I saw either of them for fifty cents or less, I would just yeah, I'm gonna buy it easy. Yeah um at the card store but now i'd be like well devoted drew is eight ten dollars i'm not gonna buy that but quill spikes like still cheap. under under three i know that much i i would pick it up for uh cheaper because that has the potential to get a lot higher if that combo ever works yeah so stuff like that and i've missed out on splinter twin um escape shift like because i remember hearing about it oh that's too far-fetched and then they just print a card and you're like oh 
damn it. it. <laughs> now um, it so works you, amazing. You, so I, I found that that's probably burned me the most. Where I'm like, ah, oh, I'd like to build that deck, but I just, uh, it, it doesn't. You know, it's not it's not good. Nobody so that, plays there it. again. What you what we talked about from the beginning? Uh, a card gets printed is a lot of times it triggers things. Sometimes you got to dig deep. Sometimes it your obvious choices get bought up, but then there's some secondary things that might help that work with that card. And a lot of times with commander players, especially, it's a commander that uh, your general that gets made and it makes a whole bunch of things trigger. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much our i mean you got more with that list no that's it that's uh that was kind of what i was going with yeah so that's i I at least took five minutes to think about this kind of kind of our tips of what we do i mean you can tweet us let us know maybe some tips that you do that we haven't thought of you're good today on that on the tweeting yeah (laughs) plugging ourselves i appreciate you well no that's if people want to leave a comment with it tweeting a tweet twittering us (laughs) twattering us no (laughs) we're already in trouble (laughs) but yeah you can do that um maybe some tips that you guys do i don't know if you want to give away all your tips we just kind of gave away our tips but that's just trying to help you guys out on but just the tips (laughs) hey that was a good one oh that could be the name of the segment (laughs) just the tips tips. (laughs) (laughs) i got our title for this one just the tips Nice, Lowry. You're witty. All right, let's move into our next segment. Smith Specs of the Week. I thought you had a sounder for this. I don't yet. Remember my kids puked this week. (laughs) We can do that. Just have them puke and say, say Smith Specs when you're puking. Yeah, gross. Puking and pooping at the same time. It was bad. I don't want to hear about this. I'm sure they don't either. Yeah, it was was bad today. The wife did awesome. I had the the little one earlier in the week. You know, I had her take... Our three-year-old to freaking dinner to try to keep him away, but he still got it. Doesn't matter. Freaking doesn't matter. I, I hate Everybody the flu gets bug. it. Anyways, so I'll start off. Let's wrap this up so I can leave. Yeah, we do got to move through this gross. quick. So uh, my first spec is Sidisi Undead Vizier, and I'm focused on the foils. They're a little expensive, but this the, there isn't a lot of foil copies left. Um, I picked a couple up. I only picked up two because they're kind of expensive. Um, but this is a good card. I liked this card. I've actually started putting in decks a while back, a couple I've years ago. I've loved you forever. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a tutor. You, you come into play. A, it has death touches of four, six, two black, three colorless. Uh, you exploit, which then you sacrifice a creature. If you exploit, you get to go search for any card and put it into your hand. So it's a pretty bonkers card. But the foils are around 15 bucks, and they've been around that. But like I said, there isn't a lot of copies left of this one. Yeah. So I think it's going to... Oh, and it last thing... It's the tipping point. Yeah, it's the tipping point. But it ha- it's an 18,000 EDH deck. Became so a pirate. I, p- I became a pirate? It's the tipping point. Arr! You didn't have to do that. Not all pirates that's you, talk like that's that. You, that's, <laughs> what's a pirate's favorite letter? Arr. I was going to say C <laughs> for captain. No, it's R. B for boots. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my, a for my first, apple. My first one. <laughs> I mean, that's I, I accurate, we were just doing but that's that. not piratey. <laughs> Apples go bad on ships. Loose lips. Ships? Uh, Splinter Twin. So this is uh, one that I was going to be talking about for banned cards. So Splinter Twin is an aura that... Uh, Two colorless, two red. 
you tap and you make a copy of the creature that is a, it is attached to. Now this goes infinite with Deceiver Exarch and Pestermite and a couple of other cards yeah, actually. Quite a few, yeah. And so, but this is banned in modern, and it's um, I would suggest buying it in foil or regular, just not Rise of Eldrazi foil because that's like freaking way it's more expensive than the modern master yeah, it's almost 38 $40. bucks um so but, but you can get the modern masters for 10 and yeah. your regulars are five five bucks and so, so i highly suggest going out and at least getting a play set understanding that um this could there, get there are a lot of people that were like pretty mad that this was banned in modern and it's it's really good but as cards are printed decks can become better um decks can find hate for it and then they can go hey you know what this card can actually come into play because They've actually banned and unbanned cards. They're pretty liberal with it. For so, example, Jace. Yeah. Uh, Jace Mind Sculptor. Yep. And so understand that, like, yeah, that card was, I mean, it was still expensive, but the unbanning of it jumped Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah. And that, and then they, it's done that for Legacy. Look at Legacy. Um, and even Standard. I actually look at cards that get banned in Standard since they're so liberal with banning. But understanding that those are really good cards in command or in Standard, they might be good enough in Modern, and they might actually spawn a deck mm-hmm. because they're good enough to be banned in Standard. Yeah, that's so, a pretty good spec with that. I mean, ten dollars for that, not going yeah, yeah. crazy. The, the 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 foil Modern Master version is probably has the most potential. Yep. Um, nice. Understanding that you know it gets unbanned, it's a forty fifty dollar card easy. Yep. All right. Um, and then my next one. So mine are a little more expensive, but uh, well, actually, you can go with regular or. Did you foil. get like a raise this week? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually like I've liked Razaketh since it came out. I just wanted to wait till it actually I've dropped. Loved you forever. <laughs> I'll just use that for all. The so it's Razaketh the foul blooded and this one is three black and five. It's a demon legendary creature, flying trample, pay two life, sacrifice creature, search your library for any card and put it into your hand and then shuffle your library. It's an eight eight. Um, you could go for the regulars on these. The regulars are actually what is kind of triggering me to go for the foils. Why I bought a couple this week, um, because the regulars are starting to rise in price. They're up to six bucks. They were down. I think three or four dollars at one point yeah they were under th- under four and so those are up to six now the foils haven't really moved a lot but they're sitting at about 15 bucks i went for the promo pre-release ones I, they're a little bit cheaper than the regulars but when they spike they're pretty close in price anyways okay. so um you save three or four bucks if you get the the promo pre-release ones um that, i like that yeah i like um you're actually both of them as sacrificing creatures and tutoring for any card yeah. at this point <laughs> very similar yeah they are i like doing this <laughs> and they're very good uh, but you yeah. should buy <laughs> yeah uh this also uh when i was buying my couple copies there isn't many left of the foils at that price then they jumped to 25 30 bucks pretty quick yeah, so that's one of that. the things yeah. talked about in the last segment but can can i add to uh just the tips <laughs> I, I just thought of another one, a uh, good time to invest. Um, so standard cards are, uh, can you just cut this into it? At cut the, it. Just uh, whatever. It in yeah. uh, so standard cards are expensive because of the demand for standard. When they rotate out, they're going to generally yeah. lower in price. Um, and that's a good time to start buying cards that were good in standard because sometimes they can port over into modern or even legacy. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's a good time to buy. Generally, again, after you know four to six weeks is when I start buying um or or 
even when I'm trading, I'm just liberal with it. I'm like, hey, it's cheaper. Let's let's get it. I'm not trying to be picky with the timing. Uh, You're always liberal. Yeah. No, we weren't going to talk <laughs> politics. Uh, <laughs> jerk. Um, so that's, I mean, like in, in a... Uh, I'm not going to use an example. I don't have the example off the top of my head, but I've gotten plenty of cards when, you know, you do, you do a good job of that. Once, once once they they rotate, rotate I go in, I'm pretty uh, aggressive on it. And then I try and get cards. Yeah. And a lot of times if they're used in EDH and stuff or Tyler's tracker, there we go. Oh, that's yeah. So that was one that dropped and then it came right back up again. $10 card in standard dropped down to like three bucks and now it's up to 15. Like I was just like, I saw it for three and I was like, Ah uh, yeah, I'm gonna take these because yeah. they're they're solid cards, and then now I'm happy. Happy Lowry. Um. Okay. So my Smith spec, uh, is Dead Eye Navigator. Uh, this is four colorless, two blue, a five five creature. It has soul bound. When a it or another creature comes into play, you can soul bound them, and then you can pay a blue or a, and a colorless to flicker either Dead Eye Navigator or, or the, the other creature. creature. So. This card is sick. It's used in a ton of EDH decks. The foil $7. I would suggest going and getting that. The uh, regular um, is cheap. You can go and get that too. Probably around around 50. a buck. It was uh, reprinted in Modern Masters 3. Uh, and You can get the Modern Masters version for five, under 5 too. For the foil? Yeah, for yeah. foil. So the, the card is bonkers because if you have the mana, uh, removal, like spot removal, doesn't kill it yeah because you're able to blank it boom it's and it's a five five yeah yeah, it's it's sick with thrag tusk because you you like thrag tusks bounce you gain five life comes back into play or when it leaves you get the three three beast when it comes into play you gain five life and you can do that as much as you uh, have mana hey you could you could do some pretty it's pretty crazy things with this it's really really good yeah do it with a deck that you have a lot of enter etb enter the battlefield stuff yeah all right. Um, my next is actually kind of two things here. Um, Cheater. Yeah. Uh, the first one is kind of what we talked about with the reserve list. Lowry was saying, and so I'm. These are the last cards that haven't spiked yet for the flip coin stuff. So I talked about last week flip coin stuff. These are two cards that I think might f- uh, actually spike. Winter Sky is one. It's from Homelands. Uh, this is on the reserve list. It's one red sorcery. Flip a coin. Target opponent calls heads or tails. Uh, while the coin is in the air. If the coin ends up in your favor, it does one damage to each creature and player. If it, Otherwise, each player draws a card. So no matter what, you're drawing, or it's affecting with your commander. With Zenda Split? And yeah, with the I have Chaos, the, I the, the red and blue? Yep. So, and it's a reserve list card, and it's at 50 cents right now, 65 cents. So you can pick up a couple of these. Um, I think this one's actually about the spike just by my you know well it's uh, all the other ones have spiked i've been selling my (laughs) my other stuff for 25 the uh my foil chance encounters have been selling like crazy so it's everything's been going up and then my other one is game of chaos game of chaos is three red sorcery it's another flip coin thing but you choose a player you flip a coin whoever loses loses one life the other one gains a life uh then the loser or the loser or the winner? I can't read it. Otherwise, da 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 da. I think uh, the winner of each round gets to choose if they do it again, and then it doubles the stakes. So no matter what, with this, there's a winner. And there's loser. a winner and a loser. So your commanders are going to trigger. Um, you can go with either version. There's um, 
an Ice Age, and I believe the other one's Fifth Edition is the other one. Yep, Fifth Edition. I personally like the look of the Fifth Edition one better, uh, but it is a white border, so yeah. you got to deal with that. Uh, but they're both around two bucks, a dollar fifty. Um, but I think this is once Battle Bond comes out and people start using that deck. I think these are about to go crazy too. Okay. And there's no foil printings of those, so those are regulars. Um, They're old. Yeah. All right. And then, Larry, your last spec. Um, this is where I messed up because I oh. clicked yours off. Do you remember what your last spec well, was? I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to look it up because you uh, you texted to me. You're supposed to get all this stuff down. I know. I messed up when we were searching for stuff. Uh, Eldritch Evolution. That's right. Boom. That's cut that right. whole looking yep. section out. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, sorcery, uh, colorless, two green. Uh, also have to sacrifice a creature. Uh, and then... What's with you and sacrificing creatures on your specs today? What? That was you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was you. <laughs> you should have had this one. Uh, and then uh, you get to go and search for a creature and put it into play that is... Uh, so like if you go and sacrifice uh, wood elves, which is three mana, you get to go and search for a creature of five converted five. mana costs or less. Yeah. Um, and then you know if you have a, a five, you can go up to seven. So it's um, it's a three mana tutor. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, foils. Yeah. All foils. of it. I yeah. think all of it's decent to buy. So you promos, think even the normal buy? Yeah, I guess the these have been on the rise. The regulars have been on the rise. They're almost three dollars now. Foils around seven. Yeah. I like, I've liked this card when it came out. Yeah. I've um, loved you forever. <laughs> so, yeah, that should do it for our Smith Specs and actually our podcast. We ran a little long today, but that's. No, what are we? That's, I think we're at one, uh, an hour and 20. Uh, yeah, we're almost an hour and 20 minutes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much. But yeah, I mean, that's You're kind probably of, the best. That was our, our core cards for Commander tend to go a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, well, I thought we had a, a decent cards. discussion about the. Uh, well, yeah, a good we discussion. Too. Yeah. Everything we do is amazing. Don't. <laughs> it's that whole in the middle of the road thing. So yeah, it's your sign off. So you can tweet at us if you guys want to give us new songs at uh, Commander Smiths on Twitter. And um, then you can also email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. And subscribe to us on YouTube, Commander Smiths, once again. And like I said, if you want check twitter i would highly suggest following us on twitter because i will if there for some reason we're going to be late with something or whatever happens that's where the updates are going to be yeah if if lowry's going to be here next week i will tweet or we will tweet you tweet on there and say i'm grounded well i mean sorry kirsten (laughs) (laughs) all right that should do it for this week we will uh maybe i might be the only one seeing you next week so We'll, we'll see what happens. This is a podcast. Nobody can see that. Touche. So I too have an uncle. I will. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. See you later. Bye.